but I hung back until he seated himself. He had a top coat folded over his arm, and he hung it over the back of his chair, put his hat on the wide sill of the window, then sat. I set the menu down in front of him. The kitchen is already closed, I said, going into my automatic after 10 p.m. patter, but the full list of cocktails is of course available, as are the selections on the dessert menu. I turned the menu over to the list of desserts. Today's sorbet is passion fruit. Passion fruit, he asked, one eyebrow raised like he was skeptical of it. Nah, I joked, that's the name of my Lord Lightning cover band. That made him laugh. In the street lamps that shone through the window, I couldn't tell the color of his eyes. Blue? Hazel? Green? The light from outside was stark and bluish compared to the soft amber lights in the bar, making his cheekbones look impossibly sharp. His hair was dangerously blonde, almost white, and cropped close to his head. His age was impossible to gauge. He could have been a young forty or a haunted twenty. He was gorgeous and striking, and his voice had a slight British tinge to it as he said, Oh, just try to work it into every conversation, do you? Yes, exactly. I grinned. Normally, flirting while waitressing was asking for trouble, and I avoided it at all costs. I didn't like men thinking just because I was female it was okay to treat me like something on the menu. But I was on a mission to waste as much time as I could. Besides, he was quite attractive, and that was an understatement. Actually, I think the sorbet is lemon with a little orange food color. It all tastes the same. He chuckled. So you don't recommend the sorbet? I chewed my lip a moment. I lied, I said. I've never actually had it. Well, at least one of us should embrace new experiences, he said. Bring me a dish of the sorbet and a bourbon, something better than Maker's Mark. His eyes were on me, very intent, as if he had no intention of actually opening the menu. I collected it from him. Coming right up. I couldn't resist making a fake little curtsy and then hurrying away. That worked out perfectly, I thought. I punched in the drink order from the upstairs server station, then went down to the kitchen to dish the sorbet myself, completely out of the view of Renault and his friend. I picked up the bourbon from the back station, added it to the round tray with the sorbet, and headed right back upstairs. Here you are, I said as I set down the napkin and the drink, then the small metal dish of sorbet and a spoon. Thank you, he said and sounded sincere about it. I busied myself for a little while, refilling the water glasses for the foretop and checking that the couple didn't want a round of dessert. They didn't, which was just as well, because the sugary sweetness coming from the two of them cooing at each other was enough to hospitalize a diabetic. I guess they were having each other for dessert. It was hard not to feel bitter watching them when I'd never met a guy who could act like that and actually mean it. While I wiped down some of the empty tables, I glanced over at my solo customer. He was sipping the whiskey very slowly and looking out the window. Maybe it was that a man drinking alone always looks melancholy, but I got the feeling he was a little sad about something. Wistful, maybe. I also noticed he wasn't eating the sorbet. I went back to his table. Was it not to your liking? I can take it away and bring you something else you might like. He settled back in his chair and gave me a thoughtful look. Actually, there is something I'd like. Name it. I gave him my waitress smile. 
I'd like you to try the sorbet. He picked up the spoon, which was still resting exactly where I'd left it, and cut into the perfect scoop that had clearly been untouched. Me? I asked, as if he could have meant anyone else. Why? To make sure it's okay? No, no, because you said you hadn't had it before. I thought, what a shame. She works so hard in a place like this, and she's never tasted the sweetness right in front of her. He held up the spoon, waving it enticingly. I glanced behind me to make sure Jill or some other server wasn't watching. Normally, one didn't do this sort of thing with customers, but I wanted to see what would happen if I did. All right. He held the spoon still, then up toward my chin. I leaned forward, my hands on my apron, and I slowly closed my mouth over it. The spoon was cold and the sorbet tart at first, then sweet as it melted in my mouth. Mmm.